episode is brought to you by Itis. <laughs> brought to us by Sea Spot. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Spot, man. That Nigerian Sea is amazing. Western yeah, Road and uh, Shepherd. There's one in Scarborough, though, but I've never been to the one in Scarborough. I don't live in Scarborough, so I don't give a fuck. But the one at Western Road and Shepherd is amazing. Bring me back to my York days when I used to get this and study. The beef and the chicken. You know what I like, though? The way that they do um, their plantain. Or, okay, their plantain. The way that they do it, I like it. Like, it's not... I find ours is more dry. Mm-hmm. They, they they don't leave their... their they're planting in a plantain. You know, I know, plantain. I'm, I know, but I know I'm gonna get it in the comments. They say plantain. West Africans always say plantain. Does it really so matter? It's, gonna, it's not... gonna be all in the comments. Trust me. It doesn't matter. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's, a, it's nice. It's nice. I don't want to say it's better, but it's. I actually like the. <laughs> I actually like their planted better. I'm not gonna lie. It is nice. Oh no, no Caribbean tears and curse my ass. But okay, let's start this episode, man. Honestly, let's talk about cancel culture. And how easy it is for people to be canceled. I just think, like, okay, I will say this, though. I will start off with saying this. Like, I don't mind this generation. Because this generation with the whole political correctness, I do think that they've gone too far with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. It's come to the point where everyone's sensitive as shit. But I do like the fact that they cleaned up a lot of stuff that we used to run with. Like, when we were growing up, you were able to say, you know, the F word that rhymes with maggot just anytime you wanted. You could fly that off. I remember when we were growing up, everything was gay. You walk inside your house, this is gay. You're in school, this is gay. You're gay. Everything was gay. Now it's like, they're starting to clean it up. And like, at first I used to say shit, but then I had to think about it. Okay. If I'm saying gay is not a big deal, this is like somebody who's white coming around to me and saying nigga's not a big deal. It used to be so common. Because to them, it's not a big deal. Right. But to us, it is. So the way I look at it is if somebody says, don't say the word that rhymes with maggot, or don't call them, you know, a bear, but with a Q at the front, or whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. I have to respect that. Because Mm -hmm. that's the way that they feel and they're of that community. Right. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I do like what this generation is doing in terms of that. I do just think there's some stuff that's just going all overboard, like the Rachel Dozal shit, and one of them is cancel culture. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like this generation doesn't give people time, and it's like this is my thing. If we're gonna cancel people, then let's cancel everyone that we can who's living. So let's go can let's let's go cancel Bill Clinton for cheating on his wife. Let's cancel everybody we can who's living because there's got to be somewhere. You can't just cancel some people and leave some other people, right? But for cancel culture and specifically, the thing that I hate the most is that like we'll put something up and it will be clickbait, right? And we don't know if it's true or not. And the first thing everybody says, let's cancel him. And then by the time we realize it's not true, it's too late. It's too late. I.e., Kevin Spacey, right? Kevin Spacey was accused by a young boy. You used to work under him? The young boy used to work no, under him? No, it was like he was like at a restaurant or something. The young boy at a restaurant and who said Kevin so Spacey that, like, like grabbed his nuts or whatever. Yeah, and it just, it kind of spiraled a little bit out of control because it cost him being on, what was that next question? House, House of Cards. And, and he was kinda, House of Cards. And, so it, was, and, it, and it just, it just kind of spiraled out of control because then when they actually finally went to court, um, not only did it make the news, it was also an article that the same person who had accused him 
was not going to testify and also didn't want to provide these apparent text messages or voicemails, whatever it was, because they didn't want to incriminate themselves. So they pleaded, the, they pretty much pleaded the fifth. So like they could be like, I'm not going to incriminate myself. So ultimately you find out that this kid lied, but then you also find out, you know, Kevin Spacey said, he's like, I didn't do these things. And if it was unwarranted, you know, he's like, I'm sorry. Like if it was unwarranted, then my apologies for misreading it, but it kind of, it's messed up because they went and took this person's word and ran with it. He got fired from House of Cards. He adamantly denied this all up until like, he's at, he's been denying it ever since it happened. And now you find out that the reason that this guy doesn't want to say anything now is because if he does, he's going to incriminate himself. So what does that tell you? And that's the thing. And now his career is over. And this is what I say. Like, we jump on the gun off a clickbait website on some blog website and then by the time we find out what it is, he's already got kicked off. He's already canceled. Yeah. And it's like, you know well, what I mean? You just, it's just like you give up. Look what happened. Look what happened with the Enzies and Sorry thing. And like, what, like sorry. last year he or something like that? Yeah, he literally just gave it a go bad head. Because, yeah, because and when she it got first, mad. Because when it first appeared, it was like he met some girl after a show. Mm -hmm. They got drinks. They were talking. They went back to his place. Mm -hmm. She went back to his place. They got in the place. He gave her head. No, I think it was she gave him head, mm -hmm. then he gave her head, and then when he went to go, you know, continue She didn't it, want to. She didn't want to, and he said, okay. And, and then, she left. And then, and then she left, and then she came out with the article saying, Aziz Ansari, rape me. And then when Aziz Ansari put up the post, of all the put up the text messages of him saying, oh, we didn't do it, da 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 then she recanted. But if we didn't have the, the text messages, we this guy's him. career would be over. And we did kind of cancel him. He was quiet for two years. I just saw a special. I didn't get a chance to get the whole way through it. But I like Enzies Ansar. He's funny. I feel like all these people are a spawn off of Russell Peters. So that's my, that's my dad. I think he had no choice but to be quiet because people wanted to make it seem as if that he had done something. That's what I'm saying. That girl, what she did was wrong. She shouldn't have done that. Like, a guy gives you bad head, so you go and say that he rapes you. Like, how false accusations destroy people and that's a lot also too that whole thing of her saying that was a waste of resources because she lied see this is always my thing with the me too movement and uh, this is just my opinion it's not every guy opinion i'm not steve harvey so i don't speak for all men but this is my opinion right mm -hmm. it's like 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 everything there's a good with a bad right so what right. i'm trying to say is when the me too movement first started i loved it because you had these women in Hollywood who had to give pussy up or do things to make it in movies mm -hmm. because of whoever the director or the producer of the movie was or the studio head was, right? You had them doing this to plenty girls. And because they have sonority over these girls, it's seen as you're taking advantage of them, manipulating them because yeah. you're, you're paying them at the same time, right? That's why it's fucked up. It's different if you guys are both actors, but you're not. Right, and this has been going on for decades. The, the couch, yeah, you know what I mean? The casting couch. And the thing is, though, it's like the sad thing about this is this: we live in North America. You can sue for anything. You can get money for anything, and that ties a lot of things. So the problem is that, like, for every one girl who's telling a true story, mm -hmm. you got like three or four ain't shit bitches who are lying about shit, and they don't realize what they're actually doing is they're making the Me Too movement look bad. Yeah. They're making they're it look bad. They're taking away all this credibility because of That's what they the thing. To lie about. Because, like, I look at it and I'm like, okay. Like, you'll have one girl that actually is being accosted. Yeah. That's actually getting fucked up and getting blackballed for it. Who needs me to? And then you have the Aziz Ansari bitch. 
That's what I'm saying. And it's like, and it's like, it's like, you don't realize you're fucking up the movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not, fucking not, up the movement. They're not looking at it like that. I don't think in that moment when they decide to make that choice that they're looking at it that way. And a lot of it, like every time I see the Me Too movement, a lot of it is like, I look at it and I'm like, you really did that? Because like, I hear stories where, where the girls are like, yo, so, um, he told me to come to his apartment at four in the morning and I went and I'm just like, okay, okay, let's, let me, let's, I'm, I'm still not blaming him. I'm the victim. Right, but what I am right. saying is let me use some logic here. Okay. Four thirty in the morning, you invite me to your apartment. Wouldn't I assume something is going to happen? Yeah. Like. It just makes common sense. Like, if you invited me to your apartment at 4.30, I'm going to assume you're trying to fuck me. I can meet you during the day. I can meet you in the morning at 5 o'clock. I can meet you as, as late until, like, 8. Mm-hmm. I can come to your studio. I'm the one that needs it. Why am I coming to your apartment at 4.30 in the morning? You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I get in there, and you're naked with your dick out. And this is the sad realization. I you said naked with your dick out. I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> This is this is the sad realization of this shit, right? It's like the sad realization is that like because we know people and we are people, yeah, we know that, like I said before, right? For every for the for the for every four women who actually went through this, there's another like three women who like went through it on purpose, but just didn't get the result they wanted. So what I'm trying to say is there are those girls mm-hmm. who moved to LA. Mm-hmm. Worked in some Hooters or some place. You know, you know a typical story. Moved to LA, become a waitress, right, try to get right, on in right, Hollywood, right. right? And their friend got on in some movie. And they were like, how'd you do it? They're like, yo, you got to go see Harvey Weinstein, or whatever the case is. Like, yo, he's going to bring you in. He's going to talk to you. He might try to do this. But once you do it, you're in. Like, bitch, we've been fucking niggas for less. Like, like I've met girls who tell me, like, I might as well fuck a nigga for money. I've been fucking girls for, I've been fucking guys for free my whole life. And I'm like, I thought you were fucking because you liked the person. Yeah. This whole time you were just fucking for money? Like, yeah. that's what it sounds like to that's me. Like, but that that's the, that's the thing, right? It's like, I've been fucking these niggas. I might mm-hmm. as well fuck for money. I'm like, so, like, I've seen this mentality. Yeah. We're human beings. I'm not saying everybody has. Some people have it. I'm pretty sure there's people. Yeah. A lot of people are going to say this, but I'm pretty sure there's people knowingly yeah. went to Harvey Weinstein Harvey Weinstein presented the dick. Right. They said, okay, thinking they were going to get the role in Terminator or some movie back in the day. They didn't get the role. Mm-hmm. They were like, fuck, I fucked him for nothing. I didn't get the role. They went back to doing their thing, created a life for themselves. Now, years later, they're like, yo, I can sue for that? I can sue for not getting the role? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like you were being manipulated. It's like, you know, you, you like... Like, you know Wagwan, but then, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah. and I think that's the part that angers me. But as I said, like, this is anything. You 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 can look at, like, black movements, and you're always going to find the coons. Like, there's always the people that are going to fuck it up for everybody, right? But the majority of it is, I wish that we could concentrate and focus on those women and let all the fluff go by. Because the fluff is ruining the movement. And once the movement's ruined, it's over. And there's always fluff. You can look at any movement in society. There's always fluff that fucks it up. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. And I feel like this is a chance for women to get what they deserve. And this is a chance for women to get their sexual rights. And this is a chance for women to make all these men pay. You don't know how happy I am when I found out they had a whole pedophile ring and they're releasing names and some of them are presidents and all this, this. Like, it's about time these people drop. I'm not part of the 1%. I don't give a fuck. I would love to see each of them drop. I look forward to these stories when, when they're real. But at the same time, 
all the fluff shit, people right. just trying to get a bag, you're that's ruining part, it. You're ruining it. Because you know what happens? That... You know what happens? Then people, sorry. It's then okay. people in society, once once they hear enough fluff, like once there's enough Aziz Ansari's, mm-hmm. once there's enough um the guy from American Beauty, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey's, people are going to start not believing. It's going to be the boy who cried wolf. Then that, that, that when a Me Too story actually does come out that's real, everyone's going to be like, yeah, whatever, bitch. Yeah, whatever, bitch. Because think, you, you, you're putting too much fluff in there. I think that's why when... I think that's why a lot of people now, when they think about Me Too, even though Me Too was such was an awesome movement to happen because no one should ever feel as if they should be pressured, forced, or tricked, or drugged into doing anything that they don't want to, um, being told they're going to get ahead if they do. Yeah. And I think another thing that is... Like, that's one thing, but then when you think about it, you have these people who some of them willingly did something they understood you know what they were doing why they were doing it and then to turn around and then to throw blame is thinking you're taking everything away from these females who have suffered something that is terrible who have you know been mentally scarred from it things that have happened because of that or someone tells that they're going to do something for you you willingly do it but the girl who was forced to was drugged to has no memory of it you're taking away everything from them because it's making it seem as if that it's not that big of a deal and that for you will do anything to make a buck because, oh, well, I didn't get to become famous. So I'm just going to say that this happened yeah. or I'm going to use something that happened to me you want, you want. to kind of to to not even something that happened to you, something that you chose to do. And then you turn around, say that somebody has raped you or did something to you. And it was a complete lie because you just wanted to, to destroy that it's, person it's because the, you didn't get on. It's the Jussie, it's the Jussie Smollett, Smollett, what's that? Jussie, Juicy? Jussie Smollett? Jussie Smollett. It's his, his shit. It's like, that whole situation these, was these two sad. things are unrelated, but it's like black people are being gunned down by the cops. What makes me laugh is that when black people were talking about police harassment with the Black Panthers, nobody believed them. When NWA was talking about police harassment and all of hip-hop in the 80s, nobody believed them. Yeah. When What's-His-Face got beat up in L.A., um, mm. can't we all just get along? Rodney oh, King. Yeah. And people saw it on camera. People still try to say it's his fault. Now you got black men getting shot on camera every day, and it just shows you people never gave a fuck. Yeah. Right? And I, I always say this to black people. Only we care about us, just like only Italians care about Italians, just like only Portuguese people care about Portuguese. Only you can care about your own. You can't expect other people to care about you. And people will always prove that they don't give a fuck about you. But it's it's the Jesse Smollett case, right? You have all these black people getting shot in the street by the police getting killed, right? And there are some where you don't see the video and some where you don't see the, you don't see the video of them getting beat up and harassed yeah. and they're saying it's happening and no one's believing them. And then when you have motherfucking Jussie Smollett, and I know this is unrelated, but the problem is people see black people as one big thing, right? Yes, that's true. So, they kind of and they lump us all together. And then when you have the Jussie Smollett case, people look at it and it's like, oh, they're all making it up. And it's like, bro, this is just Jussie. Jussie was trying to get on. He paid two Nigerians who has literally... He, has that actually been proven? Or did, didn't that whole thing get like, thrown out? They got thrown out, but he has to pay the Chicago Police Department for all the investigations they had to do. He's paying them back like... Two million dollars or something, because and that basically means that it got settled on the table, and he knew he was wrong, but they decided to settle it. I'll never understand why. Jesse Smollett was trying to. The problem is like we live in a generation where it's better to be infamous than famous. So because he wasn't as famous as he wanted to be, he now wants to be infamous. But the thing is, though, that didn't do anything for him because I'm pretty sure that he's no longer on that show Empire. He told he had two Nigerian guys fresh off the boat do it. They weren't gonna do shit. 
No, I'm just saying that he's either going to risk their freedom no, and visas. He, I'm for saying you? that yes, he wanted to be. I guess if he wanted to be infamous, but didn't he? Isn't he? Didn't he get written off of Empire? Shout out to my Nigerians. Was it really worth his career? No, it wasn't. Now his career's done. Now he's off Empire and he's done. First, he, first he was at least a household name in the black community. And he wanted to be, like, white famous, I guess, what most people say, right? And he now, really na- now, he's, now he's not like even he ha- black famous. Like, he was having all these amazing things happen for him. Yeah, so I really don't yeah. understand what was the purpose of he's dumb. Like. He's dumb. I understand why people canceled him. I just am just saying. Stupid. But, you know, how do you feel about, um... Let me Let me go for the... For the, for the big fish first. How do you feel about Weinstein? Because I'm waiting for this Weinstein documentary to come out. I'm always oh, yeah, mad that right. it's not as big as the Michael Jackson or or MJ one, but I know why that is. But how do you feel about like the whole Weinstein? Because Weinstein fucked everybody. Didn't he fuck um, from Catching Fire, Lawrence, she, Jennifer Lawrence? She denied that. She said that that never happened. She was very upset because he said that in a comment, and then she came out and she denied that that ever happened, and she was disgusted by it. So that's never actually been confirmed. That might have happened, too. But it's never confirmed, so I'm not going to say she said it. She adamantly denied it. Her through her, she like she spoke up in her rep released a statement. She was really, really mad that he would say something like that. She was like, why drag my name into it? The way that I feel about Weinstein is I think that he is a man who is powerful, who decided to use his power to be able to get with any woman that he chose because he could make or break your career. It's most men. And I believe Sadly, that I believe that he didn't actually think that anyone would say anything because Hollywood is such a small, small place. And he probably thought that he was too high up for anyone to ever actually touch him or to do anything. It was really interesting because he's married to he's married to one half of the designer duo Marquesa. His wife used to design for that. Was it Marquesa? It was named that. Wasn't I think it was Marquesa. And um his wife quietly divorced him and I don't know if her business partner stayed or if she left, but I think she had to give up part of her business or something because of everything that happened with the whole, with the whole thing with him. That was my, my opinion is, is that a powerful man decided to use his power and he found that he could do things because this is what he does for a living and nobody was going to tell him no, because he's Harvey. This is a side question, right? You said a powerful man uses his power to get what he wants, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't this the same thing as like tricking? Like, isn't this, like the, because the way that our dating world is designed mm-hmm. is that like a man meets you, he pays for you to go on a date. Mm-hmm. He's usually the one that has the car. Girls usually date up, so the man usually has more than them, mm-hmm. either a house, a car, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And he usually uses his money to impress you in order to fuck you. And women will usually fuck him depending on how impressed or how much money he presents to them. Right. I'm not saying you, but most in a general society, if if a nigga right now who is rich, I'm not even saying famous, just rich, yeah, walked up to like ten girls and said like, "Yo, let me take you out," and took them to some expensive restaurant, took them to the condo. They saw all the wealth. They were fucking right. So what I'm saying is like, I'm going somewhere with this. What I'm saying is like. The way our society generally works mm-hmm. in terms of women being invested into a man's money mm-hmm. and fucking for the money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Isn't that very similar to what Harvey Weinstein did? Like, don't men do that all the time on a smaller scale? Like, isn't that the way that men generally approach women? Not me, but most uh, women, most men generally approach women yes. with money, trying to fuck them. Women usually fuck for no, the no, money. No, I'm saying... Like, I'm, isn't that I'm, a general I'm going concept to say in our society? Yes, but I'm, I'm going to say yes. 
But all I'm saying is, is that Harvey Weinstein thought so he was difference? untouchable. But what I'm saying, yeah, yes, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. But what's the difference? What I'm saying. I don't think there is one. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Here. I don't really think that there is one. Because Harvey Weinstein, his he, thing he was he never make... raped a girl, right? He would just jerk off in front of them and do some crazy shit. I don't. I don't know if he ever raped anybody. I don't think. I can't remember. There was no rape. It was never like he violently raped anybody. He would just get naked and, and present himself, and then sometimes they would want to fuck him. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. And if they but... didn't want to fuck him, then he would jerk off in front of them. Which is weird. And I see the titties or something, right? So it's like, what's the difference between what he does and what other guys do? There are some guys that fly you out. The only difference is I guess a, you don't become famous? There are guys that fly you out, put you on a first-class plane, fly you out, get you a first-class hotel. I'm saying the only it's difference all is the it's same not like shit. it makes your career because you can you can sleep with somebody who's rich and they want nothing from you but, but this that. But this, this is a regular thing is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying it's regular. I, don't, I think the only difference is, is that one is about being able to make it famous while one is just about sleep. This is what it normally is. But I'm waiting for the Harvey the, the Is there supposed to be a Harvey Weinstein documentary? They keep saying that. But the thing is, though, I know it's not going to be as big as the Michael Jackson or R. Kelly. And you know what? That's not even because... I, when I hear people talk about this a lot, and I think that's because of us. We have to remember, we are the ones that make the R. Kelly and Michael Jackson thing big. Because Black Twitter, right? Like, Black Twitter is going to attach itself more to Black stuff than it is to anything else. So, like, we're the ones that take the Michael Jackson, the R. Kelly documentary and put it on blast and make so big of it. That's because true. Because we're doing, we're doing it to ourselves That's in a way true. and we don't notice it, right? It's like Jay-Z. Was it Jay-Z? Char- Charlamagne had that line. I think it was Jay-Z. I can't remember who said this. But they were basically saying that, like, the only time when we come together as black people is to cancel each other. Yeah. I could sit here and say, yo, let's let's do a let's do a black owned function. We're gonna do that one day a year. One day a year we all wanna buy black owned things. And then we all go back to buying everything else, everybody else. And we talk about the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But the only way that we ever come together is to cancel each other. When it comes time to cancel it a nigga, we come together as one. Like let's cancel that person. That's but true. when it comes to supporting somebody uplifting somebody yeah, we don't care. when it when, when it when it comes them. to buying black we couldn't even cancel gucci for freaking five months we couldn't even cancel h&m for three but we wanted to cancel i like h&m because it's in my price budget but we wanted to cancel r kelly and we canceled him as soon as possible i'm not blaming us i think we should cancel r kelly i am not one of those black men who are going to defend r kelly and bill cosby you're definitely not gonna hear that shit from me i'm about to go in with the gun unloaded. But what I am saying is, like, I noticed that we're more amped to cancel our own than everybody else. If the, if, if the Harvey agree. Weinstein documentary come out, the reason why it wouldn't get enough notice is because we wouldn't watch it. Even though it's, it was everyone mainstream news. We wouldn't watch it. Watch. We would rather watch the R. Kelly and the Michael Jackson. Let's start with the Michael Jackson. Because I, I feel it, like was R. It Kelly. Never, what was it called? Something Neverland. Was it Finding Neverland? Finding Neverland. Never- <laughs> I don't even remember the name of it. When I was watching our the Michael Jackson documentary, it reminded me of that remember that stupid show we watched on Netflix. Which one? Uh, the one with the the white family in the seventies, and they basically there was that guy next door, and then he fucked the mom. He he let the dad jerk him off. And oh, then, that's, then, that wasn't a show. That was a documentary abducted in plain sight. Abducted. This was the stupidest thing. If you guys haven't seen this, watch this shit. It goes back to 1970s, some Midwest town. This white family has this white guy living next to them, okay? He comes in the family, 
he's seduces the mom. He has a wife and kids. So he has a wife and his own kids. This family has three daughters and husband and wife as well. He 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 makes friends with them at the grocery store. Comes over. They they, they all the kids are the same age as all their kids are their best friends. While this is happening, he seduces the mom, fucks the mom. Then one day after he fucks the mom, the dad is all stressed about how the mom has changed. He takes the dad out to the bush and asks the dad to jerk him off. The dad jerks uh, him off yeah. in the car. He tells him, oh, it's just something for fun. Then he takes their, like, 13-year-old daughter. Was turns, she 13 or was she, she, like, 10? She was, like, something like 12 or something. Takes her, turns her out, manipulates her to love him, fucking her brains out, red skirting her, and then he gives her back to the mom. After the mom, so this is after well, the no, mom. No, he didn't just he didn't just do that. So what he does when he takes her, he abducts her, but he drugs her, and then makes her believe in aliens. Yes. She doesn't realize that he is touching her or doing anything to her at first because she's drugged. Yes, but then after she wasn't drugged, she knew it was happening, but she was she into thought that him she was in love because with him. and she, yeah, she thought she was in love with him, and she thought that she was saving her family from aliens. Mind you, this is the 1970s. Star Wars might have just came out. Aliens might have been a real thing to these kids. Yeah, I don't fucking she know. Believed it, and then. He ends up, he tells, so the mother finds out that he's fucking the daughter. The mother, he tells the mother not to call the cops. The mother doesn't call the cops. He brings back the daughter and then fucks the mother again. No. Yes, he fucked the no, mother no, no. again. He, kid, he kidnaps, so he kidnaps the little girl. And then he brings, they and don't then call she the gets police back. Yet. Yes, but and she then comes they back, come back. And he, okay, fucks, okay, the, and he okay. fucks the mother again. And then the mother tells the husband and the family cuts him off. And then the daughter goes back to him, and then he fucks the daughter again, and then he was caught and put into jail. And all the time watching, I'm like, this guy fucked you twice, and g- g- got got your husband to jerk him off, and fucked your daughter. And the joke is, like, there was like when I say it's stupid, there are times. You have to watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I can't even explain. Like, like the idiocy in this. Anyways, what were we talking about? I don't um, know. You went off topic. What was that even having yes, to do? Yes, I was saying it's compared to to Finding Neverland. Because the whole time watching Finding Neverland, I'm sitting there and there's like, it's based off this Australian family that had this, their son who was a great dancer who was in the Michael Jackson videos and stuff. I was born 89, so I might not have seen this stuff, but I've been too young. But he was like Michael Jackson's main dancer. He was in the Pepsi commercial, not the one with Carlton, I'm guessing another one. But whatever the case was, the parents would fly, the the Michael Jackson would fly the parents over and they would take the parents on tour because he was so young. And every time he got a hotel, he would have the kids' hotel next to him on one floor and the parents' hotel three floors down. As a parent, and that kid was like nine or eight. I remember As a how parent, I'm going to be like, nah, this not going to fly. Like you're not, I don't you're even not, know how you allow having, that. You're not having my eight-year-old, nine-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old child. And I don't care how old my kid is. You're not having a, you're not having my kid's room next to yours and me three floors down is, or some, no, on the other the side problem, of the hotel. Though. No, This is the problem, though. This is the problem, though. And I say this because it's facts. Parents have been selling their kids out since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, parents have been selling their kids out. Is the problem. When the money is involved, parents will sell their kids out. The whole thing about the Michael Jackson case is he was he was he was investigated by the FBI. The FBI went through his whole records. For years though. And the FBI said he was completely innocent. Yeah. The children said he was innocent. And now that he's dead, they're bringing it out. And then and then Oprah wanted to jump on it. And then they found out that one of the kids was lying again and Oprah decided to jump off it. And now it's another situation where it's just like the yeah, Aziz and sorry. 
it's like it didn't happen, and now Oprah's walking away from it. So it's like, I'm not even really going to get on the Michael Jackson thing because I know that it's some bullshit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But this leads right, right into the R. Kelly thing. When I'm talking about people who sell their kids for money. When we watched the whole R. Kelly thing, I was just disgusted the whole time. I was like, I was like... I when we watched the entire when we watched it, I just didn't, R. Kelly ain't I just, shit. I know he isn't, but like I shit. sat there through some of these things, and I thought to myself, "Why would you even let your Why would you even let your daughter, or why would you Why would you let your daughter be alone? Like why Why would you let that even happen?" I sat there watching the R. Kelly shit, and all I kept thinking to myself is like, "Okay." This is the fuck shit about the R. Kelly shit, right? It's like, before, when R. Kelly first got on, and he was with that group, uh, Public Announcement, when R. Kelly first got on, he used to go to the McDonald's that was right next to the high school. Mm -hmm. He used to talk to the girls, fuck the girls. Once he got on and he had a little security, he would send his security to go get the girls. Okay, remember remember I'm saying all this bullshit, right? Right. Then he had Aaliyah. He took Aaliyah in at 14, nurtured Aaliyah, married her at 16. Then we find out he was secretly fucking Aaliyah's mom too, right? Yeah, which is so, so messed up. I'm not shocked by none of this shit. I've seen this shit in real life, so it doesn't shock me at all. But he's fucking Aaliyah's mom, right? And then Aaliyah, and then, and then Aaliyah's parents decide that, that they're not going to let the marriage go through, right? Right. People in his camp knew he was fucking Aaliyah, right? Right. Then after, and the public knew about that. That was the first time the public got a hold of it. Then after Aaliyah, he goes on, his career gets bigger, da-da-da-da, 12 play and all that comes mm-hmm. out, right? hmm Years later now, I, you know what the joke is? This generation might not remember this. We remember this. I remember in the early 2000s when R. Kelly was in trial, I was in middle school. I was in yes, high school. I remember that. And the joke is, I see people I see people all on arms now talking about, oh, look what R. Kelly is doing to, to young black girls. And I'm like, yo, he it was, was us. But it was us, though. I remember all of us saying, these girls are lying. R. Kelly would never do this. I remember this because I was well, alive. I was a kid, and I remember was... adults walking around saying, these girls are lying. They're trying to ruin the man's life. We were not defending black womanhood at that point no, in time. But now we want to pretend like, you know what I'm trying to say? And we're like, oh, yeah, da 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 I'm like, yeah. no. We we let R. Kelly slide. I remember even when the trial and the video happened, we talked about we talked. I'm okay when the video first got out. Cause I remember I seen it because my boy had it on a uh, LimeWire or Kazaa. You guys remember those? <laughs> yeah. And you could download the torrent. Oh, Mind that. you, when I watched this, I was probably younger than the girl, so that's can't, you can't really oh, judge man. me. You know what I mean? You could judge it. I remember R. Kelly eating this girl's whole ass out, but I was younger than the girl when I saw this, so you can judge me, but. It's not. Like, I, I, was I never. Too. I never watched it. I watched that shit. I never did. But I remember people saying, "Oh yeah, that's the girl," but she probably wanted it. There was no point in time in any of this Why where people ever. But that's what I'm saying. We we were we were riding for our Kelly. So people acting up now, like, "Oh, look what we're doing to black womanhood." We we didn't care about it back then. But apparently we, we care about it now. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have to take up for ourselves and be like, yo, we were fucked up. Yeah. And I remember, so after that happens and all of that, right, and he gets off, and then Dave Chappelle made his jokes. When I'm watching a documentary, and they're telling me that that same girl from the video, 
her dad or her uncle or whatever is her dad. Her dad is R. Kelly's like bass player. Yeah. And she's still with R. Kelly to this day. And R. Kelly paid the family off. That's what Sparkle said. And she was Sparkle's niece. Yeah. So Sparkle was a singer underneath him. And Sparkle's brother, which was her dad, was the bass player. He continues to fuck that girl to this day. She's obviously over 21 now, so it's fine. But it's just like, and then as I'm watching the whole thing go down, like I told you, like, this is my thing. This is my synopsis. I'm not going to go over the whole thing, but this is my synopsis. Right? Okay. R. Kelly ain't shit. <laughs> R. Kelly ain't shit. I hope R. Kelly gets the gavel, and I hope he spends the rest of his life in jail like Bill Cosby and dies in that shit. Because, nigga, you got let go once, and you continue to do it? That means that you really even, don't give a shit. You know how invincible like, you think you are? He like, doesn't give a shit. And then also at the same time, he's the most brave. When you hear, when you hear him, when they ask him certain questions, it's like he doesn't understand that it's wrong. The illimic, the, the, the or gall, he just doesn't care. the gall of a nigga. Like, yo, remember that part in the thing where um, it's the same trial with the girl with the video, right? Yes. And they were there was some girl who was talking about she was one of the little girls outside saying free R. Kelly. And then R. Yes. Kelly, and then R. Kelly met her during the trial. She was also thirteen, and he fucked her. So this girl's outside with a statement, with a sign saying, yes, "Free R. Kelly." Like he is not ten. fucking thirteen to fourteen yeah. year old girls. And then right after the trial's done, R. Kelly's fucking her. Yeah. Like, do you know how brave you have to be to get caught and then fuck other thirteen year old girls while you're on trial for fucking a thirteen year old girl? And then after the trial is done, you continue to do it, but now you just lock the bitches in the room. I just, I just. Don't. And this is why I'm think saying. He cares. I do not think he cares because if. It's what I'm saying. R. Kelly deserves it. When R. Kelly was crying on on Gail, I was laughing. I thought that was because I'm like, dog, you that. obviously don't give a shit. I you deserve this that. shit. I didn't you're that. you're so brazen. And the thing about it is like, this is my thing is R. Kelly ain't shit, and I yeah. know that. But everybody else ain't shit too. I want R. Kelly to go to jail. But I want everybody else to be shamed. Everybody on his team. This motherfucker can't read. So everyone that was booking the flights for the girls, everyone that was walking the McDonald's and t- telling little girls, "R. Kelly wants to meet you." Everyone that was, lo- everybody, everybody everyone that was searching for little for girls worker. after the concerts and telling, uh, telling the little girls, "R. Kelly wants to meet you." Not only that, the Chicago PD, the ones that knew R. Kelly had girls, and R. Kelly was paying them, and they were keeping it quiet. You're, you're, you contribute to this shit. Not only them, all of little girls' mothers. Now, all little girls, I'm not blaming any of them. Okay. Except for one, but I'm going to get to that. You all mean, the little girls, you mean I'm the not. the one who went looking for her daughter? No, I'm not blaming the little girl. No, the one who went looking for her <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. The one at the end who was like, oh, we couldn't find her. Yeah, I'm blaming her. that mother. But, but like, when okay. it comes to the little girls, I'm not blaming any of them. The only little girl I want to blame is there was one at the end. There was one who. She connected with R. Kelly when she was 26 years old. Yeah, she was an adult. She, wasn't she was a little 26 she years was old. This was like 2015 she met R. Kelly. That so was, this yeah. is after Aaliyah. This is after the trial. This is after the videos. And she met R. Kelly and she started fucking him. And, 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 then, said, the and then she said, I lived in one of the houses. And she said, I couldn't leave, but I had a phone. So I'm yeah. like, you have a phone, but you can't leave. You have a GPS on your phone. You have the police on your phone. I just never understood and then how when that they even asked made her, sense. That she's a grown woman who still decided to put herself into the situation and then tries to justify it now. Money. That's why. And when they asked her, when they asked her, didn't you know about R. Kelly's thing? She's like, like oh, yeah, but... I-, I didn't really know about the Aaliyah thing. And I didn't really know about it. The... Nigga, this was all over the television. And this is why the last person I want to blame is the parents. Because the parents originally... Prior to the girl, pr- prior to that one girl going on trial for R. Kelly peeing on her, yep. 
Everybody prior to that, those parents are innocent because they might not have known this was the this was the late nineties, early nineties, where people were just like, "Yo, this guy can help you. Go work with him." They didn't know. I understand those parents. I'm not blaming them. Mm-hmm. I'm blaming the parents that came in the two thousands, which was a lot of fucking parents <laughs> who literally knew there was those that one parent, the one the one you're talking about. That there's a portion in the video where like. R. Kelly has their daughter. They go to the hotel. They see their daughter. Yeah. And then they leave her in the hotel. Yo, if I open the hotel door and see my daughter, I'm snatching her out. I don't give a fuck. If anybody comes, I'm fighting R. Kelly. She wasn't able to leave. And then she was supposed to go back for her later. And then she did. And like it was this whole thing. And then then there was. If if, if my child is being held against her will or like anything like that, and I'm able to see you and I'm able to get to you. I am. I'm going to literally yank you out of that room, and I'm going to be like, "No, we are leaving. Like, I am getting I out of it. here right now." Because my main priority is to make sure of your safety, is making sure that you are safe and that you yeah. are okay. Because I can only imagine if you're being held against the wall, I can only imagine the type of tr- like trauma that you end up suffering because of that type of stress. Well, Kelly has and, it all on videotapes. Like, it's just, it's just so messed and up. And the guy got caught, and he still made videotapes going forward. Like, he's the biggest dumbass. I just don't understand. And and then to, to make to make matters worse. There was the other couple who R. Kelly had their daughter, and they were outside his studio throwing rocks, being like, Kelly, come yes, outside. They're calling Yo, for this her. is America. I would have had my whole family show up with guns, knock on the door. I would have shot the door open and got my daughter. How are you outside with a camera crew throwing rocks, remember, and you know your daughter's locked up inside getting fucked? I don't like understand it. Or something like that, that they could only you, do, the police were only allowed to do a wellness check to make sure the child was You're fine. older than 18. You don't think your mom would come snatch you the hell out of there? Exactly. What? What parents? What? What? I don't get that. Oh, no, I'm not saying I don't get that get older than eighteen. I'm just saying that because the, they called the police first and notified the police that they were there, and the cops said we cannot enter the premises. The only thing we do is a wellness check. But this is the They're thing. The, the part. Well, the cops are also on the payroll. Yeah. The part. But... The, the part. The part that cheeses me the whole time is the parents that happened after the trial. Yeah. When they were interviewing them and they're like, didn't you know about R. Kelly from this, this, and this? All the parents said the same thing. Well, I had heard about the Aaliyah thing. I had heard. Motherfucker, this was everywhere. How would you you have heard? But he wasn't guilty of it. Some of them, like, it was proven they said that he was found not guilty. So he's not guilty, even though we all see the video of him fucking the girl. I don't let my daughter go with him. I was going to say, the one who was throwing stones at, remember at one point in, in, in that documentary, the mother says that uh, even though she said that she had reservations about it, she was like, oh, you know, my daughter really wanted to sing, and this was R. Kelly. Like, she kind of said it, but then she put she put a spit on it by saying, oh, but, you know, even though, I, oh, he, she wasn't allowed to be alone with him unless I was there. That only lasted for a little bit because then she ended up being alone with him. I so don't you're going to tell me that it doesn't matter if he hasn't been convicted or not and all these things. You're still going to tell me that you're going to leave your underage child. His own lawyer left, and when they asked him, like I would never let that happen. His own lawyer left, and when they asked him, his lawyer said, "I would never leave my daughter with R. Kelly." You, you, you're you're a regular person. You've been alive through the R. Kelly bullshit. Would you, if your daughter came to you and said R. Kelly wants to give me lessons, you would immediately say no. Yeah, be like no. You would. This wouldn't even happen. So the parents that left their kids with R. Kelly prior to like two thousand and three, those ones, I'm like, okay, you literally want to get money. There was the dad who the girl said, "Yo, he brought me to the concert, introduced me to R. Kelly, got me backstage, and told R. Kelly to mentor me." And this was two thousand and nine. Like you know what's going on yeah. already. It's like that's why I say like. R. Kelly is to blame. I hope he spends the rest of his life rotten in jail. His team is to blame. Yes. Chicago PD are to blame. Yes. And most of these parents, after the video trial, 
who put, put their kids in R. Kelly's arms after are to blame. And when you saw them on the video, they're all like, well, what are we supposed to do? It's R. Kelly. What? You know now. It's not like prior when you don't know. You know. It's like you're literally trying to get money. Like, you're literally putting your daughter, you're selling your daughter's pussy for money. You're putting them in harm's way to be able to get money. That's literally what you're doing. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's literally what you're doing. <laughs> he deserves to be canceled, and he deserves to be able to be tried and suffer the consequences of what he decided to do. And his team should also be held accountable for the fact that they help book flights, because apparently R. Kelly still can't read, which I don't understand how he never learned how to read. All that money, man. I guess he didn't see you read it. All that money, but all that time. You're yeah. asking him to tell me that like, all that time, you never thought that maybe he needs to learn how to do something, but they enabled him. They enabled him and they made it seem as if that it was perfectly okay for it to be like a thing and for them not to have to do anything. They made it seem as if that it was like, oh, well, we were on the payroll. They did not care. And that was why they did what they did. Of course they did. And now this whole thing has come out. It yep. is a massive, like, it's a massive thing because. It's like what like why would you like why? Because people why would you want ever money. think that that's okay? People ugh. will put their kids in harm's way to get money. That's the thing. And the thing is though, if you underestimate that, you're an idiot. I do think R. Kelly is still wrong. Even if they put their even if they put their kids in harm's way, it doesn't mean R. Kelly had to do it. R. Kelly has a problem, and I think that problem should take him the rest of his life in jail. It's the same thing. It's like if I give you candy, you don't gotta eat it. Mm -hmm. So R. Kelly can't sit there and be like What'd you expect me to do? They threw their daughters at me. I expect you to say no, nigga. Yeah, I that's what I expect you to do. Say I no. I don't expect you to fuck these little and girls. And not to do those things. Kelly's an idiot. But yeah, man, it's just I, I, oh my god, like I look at R. Kelly and I'm like, this guy's a moron. I, R. Kelly, R. Kelly is somebody they should be canceling. Harvey Weinstein is also someone they should be canceling. Kevin Spacey was a mistake. Aziz Ansari was a mistake. Like Michael Jackson, who's already dead. So we're going to get Michael Jackson. Let's go back That's and get Confederate leaders and everything else. You're attacking a dead man who's not even here to defend himself. I think they they literally did that for TV ratings, and Oprah sadly joined on. And then when she found out the guy was lying because he admitted it, then she tried to, like, back up off it. That's just, a stupid thing. Uh, but that leads us to your boy. Which one? Bill Cosby. My God. Oh, man. Bill Cosby saddens me. I'm not going to lie to you. Bill Cosby created this family on TV that I obviously watched in reruns. But he created this family on TV that was successful, that loved each other, that had careers and had dreams and aspirations, yeah. and that were just a normal family. He created this because kind of thing. Because we created saying, way like, more looking, than that. Like, no, I'm just saying, but looking at, when you would see it from my perspective, when you see it and you're like, Bill Cosby, like his character was a doctor, his wife was a lawyer, his children were like these funny, witty people. And then you hear about all the other charitable things that Bill Cosby did. He kind of built up this persona of being this man who was like a do-gooder and wanted to do well and wanted to show people how to do this and to get them involved. And then you learn that he did these terrible things and drugged people who were unaware. Drugged yeah, these which... women who were unaware. And then eventually, like, imagine someone drugging you and you have no control over your own body because your body is too relaxed for you to move. But yeah. you're aware of what's happening to you, but you can't really do much, or you have this foggy memory. And just, oh my by God. the way, I want to give context before I do. I just want to touch back on Kelly two seconds. Why? I just want to say that his music is hard to listen to now because it's all about that. Like, if yeah, it seems like you're ready, you know what no, I mean. I agree, AJ number I agree, number. I agree. What makes me mad is like there was that one um, 
there was that one tune that he had the dance hall track at the end of it, um, Slow Wine. Yes. And what makes me mad is there's a part at the end with a man screaming out, Jamaican girl. Mm. And all I'm thinking is, what girl in Jamaica? What little girl in Jamaica was he fucking? That's all you think about because you think about the way What was little girl was he? Seems like you're ready. I used to love that song. Seems like you're ready. Do not sing it. Everyone knows. Don't sing it. To go. Stop singing, All it. The way. Stop singing it. All the way. Stop singing it. Back to Bill Cosby. Like so going way. into everything, while he sings, and the thing that has to do with Bill Cosby, this entire thing and this entire image and all the things that he stood for literally just seems like it just, to me, it seems like it was almost like a lie to make him seem so good that he could do no bad and he could do no wrong. And his excuse being the error and the time of when it was, like you still, you still illegally drugged people without their knowledge. To me, the Bill Cosby thing hurts more than all the other bullshit. Because before Bill Cosby, it was like Good Times and all these shows about like poor black families trying to make it. Bill Cosby was the first creator, forget about comic, to create a television show that went against all those stereotypes. Right, he like was you a said, doctor. lawyer, doctor, yeah, kids are living in the middle class. But like their kids uh, were like townhouses in funny. Brooklyn. They want to have it was more. very different. Like if you look at good times, you get the Dino My. Like yeah, it was, I know. Mind you, Bill Cosby also created Fat Albert. That was very coonish, but let's let's just let's not discuss that. But then he went on and he created the spinoff of it, which was a different world. Yeah. A different world was a HBCU with a, uh, a fake one, Spellman, with a bunch of these great black actors that we never seen before. Obviously, Lisa Bonet transferred over, but then you had Dwayne Wade, you had you had Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Like, there's so many people in that. Sinbad was on that. Then, then, then that sparked those two shows sparked everything. Because then, when the '90s happened, you had Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which was Will Smith going into his rich uncle's mansion in Bel Air and. Like, then you had, like, A Family Matters, which was a suburban family in Chicago who yep. was black, and Steve Urkel. Yep. And you just kept seeing, you had Smart Guy, which was a single dad taking care of his daughters. You had Living Single, which was a Smart bunch... Smart Guy was the kid who was intelligent. Do you mean... S- single dad taking care of his son, sorry. Go, Sons okay. and one daughter. And then you, with the kid being smart, who was the sister-sister brother. Yeah. And then you had, um yeah, I said Family Matters. Uh, you had One-on-One with the single dad taking yeah. care of Kyla Pratt. You had sister, sister with the two sisters. Like, you had, oh my God. The shows just go on. And it was all these shows where they showed black people in, like, just a different light. And it's the same thing I said before. It's like, it's like, yo, we always create TV based off our circumstances, right? And it's like, sometimes it's nice to create television shows and stuff based off what we want to be, even if it's not true for us themselves. Yeah, agreed. There's a lot of black people who live like this. A lot. This is no longer 1980. There's a lot of suburban black people who have money. There's a lot of professional black people. Sometimes it's nice to create things that we can aspire to and not always about our situation, whatever the exactly. case may be. It's about and more. I fucking loved each and every one of those shows. I used to run home to watch those shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Steve Harvey show. Steve Harvey was, was, was the teacher. Like, Wayne's Brothers show, the two Wayne's... It was basically, Wayne's Brothers show was Martin, basically, living in an apartment, but it was just the Wayne's Brothers. Yeah. But still a good show. And it's just like, there were so many good shows that came that spawned... Like, Bill Cosby let network television know that you can have a black show that is positive and it can sell. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's the same thing with Hollywood. Always is. Hollywood in 2019 still, beneath, still believes that you need a white lead to make a show be, be big international. Yeah. They believe that black shows are only big locally, right? Yeah. Which is stupid. Black black movies, sorry, which is stupid. But Bill Cosby showed Hollywood that hey, 
you can have a black show that sells international and it has a positive black image. Yes. And that that changed. There was that whole 90s renaissance that came out of that. And that's why I like Bill Cosby, right? But I can separate Bill Cosby from Cliff Huxtable. Okay? And the thing I hate about a lot of the cancel controversy with Bill Cosby is that we're taking off his show. I think Bill Cosby's show should still stay on. Woody Allen's movies still play. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that guy who raped the 13-year-old girl and ran to France? Um, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski's movies still play. Roman Polanski, Elvis's yeah. music is still on the radio. Yeah. Uh, what's the one that said Great Balls of Fire? His music oh, is still on the name? radio. Oh, oh. You, you see, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Thank you, Jerry Lee Lewis. You see, I'm trying to say, like, and the reason why I look at it is I'm just like, okay, I get the Cosby thing. Let's keep his show because there's a lot of people, Felicia Rashard, Raven Simone, a lot of people, Jamal Malcolm Warner, who still need to get checks off of that. Keisha Palmer still needs to get checks off of that. So it's like we're taking away their checks. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're ruining a whole dynasty for one man. The only show that still shows the Cosby show is TV Land. Nobody else shows it, which is fucked up yeah, for me because they it. the Cosby show, The Simpsons, and Seinfeld were always on reruns when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Cosby ain't shit. Let's break it down. Cosby really ain't shit. I'm not defending Cosby, as I said. I defend his legacy, but not him. Cosby ain't shit. Mind you, from what I hear, back in the day, quaaludes were the equivalent to, I guess, like, smoking weed before you have sex now. Like, it's common, I guess. I don't know how true that is. The only time I saw quaaludes was in Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know how true that is. I wasn't that time. I can't really speak for it. But he was giving these girls quaaludes and fucking them. And, yo, he's guilty. Like... It's not even the fact, you can't even say, I hate when black people turn around and say, well, people are making up Bill Cosby. Eddie Griffin and other people who were around Bill Cosby said they heard these rumors for years. Yeah. For years they knew about these rumors. Everybody in black Hollywood knew about this. Yeah. It's been said for years. Um, D.L. Hewley uh, said on his radio show in 2000 when he interviewed Bill Cosby, because Bill Cosby used to call in and cuss them off and tell them, da-da-da-da, you shouldn't be cursing, you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. And Bill, D.L. Hughley said, well, you shouldn't rape bitches. And all of a sudden, Dio Hughley said they came in, fired him, and closed his studio down. Bill Cosby that much power. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I can imagine how much That's power crazy. he had over these females, wow. right? Yeah. The money was everywhere. People will do anything for money. They let R. Kelly fuck little girls for years for money. True. So it's like I look at it, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Isn't that amazing, the amount of power that someone has? People will that do you anything. Can, as I said, they will do anything to make Meek sure Mill that was about to go to jail change. until money came behind him. That's now suddenly crazy. he's free. That basically nuts. tells you that the justice system isn't so much about like your actual case. It's about do you have a good lawyer? If you have a good lawyer and you're innocent, you will remain innocent. If you have a bad lawyer and you're innocent, you're going to jail. Yep. So the justice system is about money. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, just, it's not even anyone looking at the facts. We let R. Kelly off when he had a video of him fucking the girl, all because the girl said it wasn't me. But her classmates, everybody else, was like it was her. But her and her dad, who were benefiting off R. Kelly, I'm said like, it wasn't nah, her. Yeah, like I'm good. I'll just keep. I'll just say it's not me, so we can keep living this life. Yeah, but going 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 back to Bill, it's like yo, Bill is wrong. I can't I can't deny Bill is wrong. And I think the thing that the thing that I find like so stupid about Bill Cosby is that he was already Bill Cosby. These girls were going to fuck him anyways. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, these girls knew he was married. They came yeah. to his hotel room. And half of them said it. Like, I was going to fuck him anyways. I don't know why you chose to drug them. I literally think That's Bill... That's the part that I don't really get. I, it was, do you think it's a control thing? I think that Bill Cosby drugged one girl. Like, something happened and some girl was like, drug me. Or he drugged one girl. And he got a high off it. Like, he liked the like necrophiliac of like fucking he, a dead yeah. body. 
And then after that, he wanted every girl drugged. Maybe Bill Cosby liked to eat ass before eating ass was the thing, and he didn't want girls to know. So if they were drugged, he could eat their ass. It's something maybe, like that. Maybe. Or maybe Bill Cosby had a small dick. He didn't want no one to know, so he drugged them first. But but like the point is that like he didn't have to he drug them. These away. girls were already coming to the hotel. And he also took they their were power already and drinking and they were already they ready no, to fuck they him. They had no control over their bodies. He's an idiot. Because he didn't even have to go to jail for the shit. It's not like R. Kelly where it's like these girls are underage and going to jail. He actually, if he didn't drug them and he just fucked them like a regular celebrity would and with his groupies, he'd have been fine. He's an idiot. Yeah, but he chose not to do that. And he had, he probably up. had some fixation about fucking half, half dead bitches. You know how weird that is? Yeah. The funny thing is, is that when you think about the way that people deem cancel culture and how they react to things, people didn't want to believe that Bill Cosby was capable of these things because he's Bill Cosby. Yeah. People wanted to give him a pass. And the funny thing is, they want to give him a pass. They want to ruin his legacy. But then you have the flip side where even though people didn't want to believe that Michael Jackson did that, he still had an investigation of the FBI for how many years? Like, over, was like, like it was over like ten years of Bill investigating. Was was it over like ten years of investigation? Years into, investigation. into Michael Jackson to, to, to prove his innocence, <laughs> and then he dies, and then these people come out. How many years after his death? Because Michael Jackson died in '09. Yeah. Ten years after he dies, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Michael Jackson did this to me. So you're not going to let a, de- a dead man can't defend himself. Yeah. You have Harvey Weinstein, who was this movie mogul who was literally untouchable for years, decades, untouchable. Because of who he was and the pull he had. And if he didn't want you to get somewhere, all he had to do was call somebody. And your career was done before it even started. Facts. You have uh, you have Kevin Spacey, who was a respected actor in Hollywood. A brilliant actor, actually. Because seeing what? him in House of Cards, you were just like, whoa. Him, American Norton. Beauty, whoa. Yep. And then you find out that you know, he did something. He thought that it was reciprocated only to find the person that who then accused him actually decided, no, I, I'm going to incriminate myself. If I actually say anything, I'm not going to give you the text messages because they are incriminating because it shows that no, actually maybe, maybe what I said isn't completely the truth. You have Enzizi Ansari who met a girl. She didn't like the head that she received from him and then throws out that he rapes her only for him to release text messages and be like, what are you doing? To lessen the people and then she was she was canted that very quickly and all of a sudden that just died away you didn't hear from nz's for two years you it just i just i just don't understand how we're so quick to be able to only cancel certain people and then all of a sudden other people will leave them alone we won't say anything or we'll defend them like r kelly where it's like r kelly is a legend he is this he is that it's and only black people that defend R. Kelly. No, no, I'm not. I'm not it's disagreeing with that. I'm just saying people. that it's, the it's whole like this. Black people. I'm just saying that it's like this crazy thing because, like, okay, so you're gonna say mostly black men. No, I know, but it's just so weird because, like, but there is a video of him doing something. Just because a girl says that it wasn't her, we all can see that it is, or we all know that it's her, and to condone this behavior. But then also, some people are like, oh, you know, some people say, you know, because R. Kelly can't read and he can't do this. He still has common so sense. What? He still has. You can't read. He still has common sense. He knew what he, he was doing. That's why he sent people saying. to get these That's girls. That's what I'm saying. He still has common he knew sense. What he, was doing. he still understands that these children do not really do not understand what he is asking of them because they think that because he's R. Kelly and he can do this for them, they're willing to do, especially if they're. R. R. Kelly wrote and produced. Do you remember the time for Michael Jackson? He's not an idiot. No, I get it. And then you have like, and then it's just it just doesn't make any sense to me how we pick and choose. I think one thing why I'm saying about picking and choosing, 
I'm sorry. Have we forgotten about the accusations against Katy Perry? Yeah. I was about to jump into that. Like, yeah. are we forgetting about the fact that this guy said that she, like, pulled his pants down or something to show off his, his dick, dick to, to everybody? everybody? Yep. And then another person came out and did it. But uh, Oh, uh, there's another and then girl. remember, it was a girl, but then remember when she was on American Idol and that, I think he was playing a guitar or something. Yeah, he had she, admitted that he hadn't really he hadn't he been with a girl. Anybody. And then she literally just, like, went and accosted well, him to kiss him. him. And then he was like, oh, my God. And he, like, pulled back because he was surprised. He didn't want to kiss from Katy Perry. He never said but that. He was just this. honest. But here's the thing, though. She's a female celebrity. And all of a sudden, it's yeah. like, oh, no, she's not actually Talk doing it. anything. She hasn't done anything. And no one wants to say shit about it. You, real, she, you realize if, if how... If she sexually harassed or sexually assaulted or did something to somebody who did not ask for it, she should be held accountable. I remember yep. when that kiss thing happened on American Idol. I don't watch American Idol anymore. But when I heard about it, it actually made news because of how weird out the guy was. But that didn't gain any traction. Now you have this guy from her Teenage Dream video saying something. That didn't get any do you, traction. Do you remember you when have the I, girl who came out and said Katy Perry did it. That remember, didn't get any traction. Remember, Why is it that she gets to remain remember, untouchable? What is it? Do you remember when that gay guy on that British... Uh, there's that British talk show with that funny guy. He always brings people on. It's like a red couch thing. He brought Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith's son on there. They did a dance. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, do you yeah. remember when... I think it was Genuine that was on. Somebody in our comments will correct me. It was Genuine that was on and some gay guy tried to kiss Genuine on the couch. And Genuine said no. And then after Genuine didn't kiss him, the LGBTQ community blamed Genuine for being homophobic because he didn't want to kiss him. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That doesn't make The any problem sense. is, is that these are double standards. This is what a double standard lies. It's like that Katy Perry shit has been swarming around for the past three weeks. And nothing. Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody has said shit. They're like, well, you got Katy Perry. Everybody you knows you about, it, about but it. Every, that's the thing. If a woman comes up and squeezes your balls, if you bitch, you're a bitch. You're supposed to take yeah. it. Remember that video that was all over the internet like two years ago with that black guy? He went into the convenience store to get his girlfriend like chips or something. And there were, and those, the girl, and there the were the two the drunk girl. girls and they grabbed his nuts and followed up his chest. And then he went and filed a complaint with the police and the video got posted and every every guy was calling this guy a bitch. Every girl was calling him a bitch. And his girl was like, all right. But you know what the joke is? If he didn't go to the police and these girls came out and said, yo, this guy did this to us, he'd be in jail. Exactly. But he goes to these complaints. And the whole thing is, as a society, it's not just men that do it. As a society, we chastise men. This is why men that get beat up in domestic relationships, you know, shout out don't to them. Giggle. I'm not, no, I'm not giggling for that. I'm just saying this is why men that get beat up in, in domestic they relationships, anything. they don't say nothing because we chastise them. So you can have a man getting, getting boxed in we his face every day. We demasculate them and make it seem as if that they're, like, we, if someone You're not a real man. Too, yeah, we have that stupid terminology that shouldn't even exist. So then you literally have this kid that got his dick exposed. She pulled it out in front of everybody. And it's like... Can you imagine if a male celebrity just pulled out some girl's pussy in front of everybody and showed it? Yeah, you know, it's really funny. People that would, that would saying, even oh, fly. Well, why didn't he stop Katy Perry? He said that he was embarrassed, but she's also Katy Perry. If a male her, celebrity... Her, her celebrity status to him made him feel small, and he was highly embarrassed, even though he is a man. But he's also like, this girl is Katy Perry. He pulled out his dick to make he's fun like, of her. It might have been I, small. He's like, if I say anything, she's Katy Perry. Can you imagine a male celebrity going up to a girl? Like, remember the and Snoop Dogg like, video with like, Dr. Dre and, and pulling down the titties? Yeah, like, what was that? Um, A number to G thing, I think. But yeah, can you imagine... If a male celebrity camped to you and yanked out your titties at a party and everybody laughed and you had to pull your bra back up? Like... That's the equivalent. Yeah, but we'd all be up in arms about the fact of how disgusting this person Yo, is and how disgusting this man is. And oh my God, you did this. 
And I sit back and I look at it and I'm just like, this is where the double standard comes in. And this is the same thing I was talking about, the Me Too thing. Yo, you have you have to have, like, when it comes to these movements, like, you have to have a line. So if this is what we're going to do, then let's go for everybody. Let's, let's, let's get Polanski. Let's, let's, let's ruin Jerry Lee Lewis. Let's ruin Elvis. Let's get, um, Woody Allen. Let's go down the list. Let's get the guy from the Rolling Stones. Let's, the guy from the Rolling Stones that admitted to fucking his 13 year old. Let's get everybody. Let's not pick and choose the people, right? And this is the thing. You got the Me Too movement. And when a man comes out and says this, it's like, no. So it's only for women? I thought it was for anybody. I understand it happens that's more to women, but I thought it was for anybody. But yeah. now you're saying it's only for women. Only women are allowed. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And the no, Katy Perry I'm, thing is an example of that. That's just it. Just it just does not make any sense to me. Like I do not get it. And if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to condemn people, you have to condemn everybody and make an example out of them, make it known what Thank they you. were doing, and tell and tell people this is wrong and this should never have been accepted. This should have been dealt with. I agree with you. Like, it should never have been like that. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Like, I think the thing that baffles me is that when I heard about the Katy Perry thing, I was just like, wait, she pulled his dick out? Yeah, just yanked it out. And then the girl who came out, I was like, wait, I'm like, oh, right. And then they brought up, oh, remember when she kissed the guy on American Idol? And then I was like, yeah, nothing ever happened with that. No one ever did anything, even though it was highly uncomfortable. Why is it okay? Why is it that the sins of certain female celebrities never come back to bite them in the ass? Because everybody looks at it as like, if a female does something, you're supposed to accept it. So if a female, you know what the joke is? So it's you're like, telling me that if a female you know, decides that she wants to lick you in the face for absolutely no reason, that you're just supposed to not not, not go to the police and say she, she hit me for yo, no reason. You're okay. supposed to just take the abuse and for yes, her to feel as if yes, what? No, that's yo, wrong. Okay, no, no, okay, no, 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 no
people say like, yo, it's like at least at least they're letting us know, at least they're honest, but Yeah, but I wanna see if there's any traction gonna come up with this Katy Perry thing. No. I'm gonna keep gonna I'm gonna Katie keep Perry. looking to see if this Harvey Weinstein documentary damn happens and I'm gonna wait to see if Me I can't. Me too is not gonna take down another forever. female. They're not gonna take down one of their own. You don't get to pick and choose, it gets to be guilty. It's not the way that it works. You know what it is? You know how I always tell you when you're too much of anything, you're ignorant? Yes. So, like, if you're too religious, you're ignorant. Too Republican, you're ignorant. Too liberal or democratic, you're ignorant. Too too black sometimes, you become a hotep and you become ignorant. Yeah. Too white, yeah. you know how that goes. You're ignorant, right? It's the same concept. It's like, there are some people... There are some people who... I don't want to say too, me too. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who are too much on one side of, yep. of, of the rights of only one gender, yep. that they don't see the rights of another gender. You're right. You're like, right. Th- there are men out there who only care about men's rights. These are the same men that will say, Bill Cosby is innocent, R. Kelly is innocent, it's these women's fault. Why were these 13-year-old girls, why are these 13 fast-ass girls pushing their pussy in R. Kelly's face? Like, R. Kelly's the adult. He's supposed to say Exactly, no, he's right? the adult. But there are men that will say that because their opinion is it's woman's fault. And there are women that are going to turn around and no matter what the situation is, they're going to say it's men's fault. When you're too much of one thing, you become ignorant. You know what I'm trying to say? I but- guess we're going to I guess we're gonna see what happens, though, with everything. We're going to see what happens when it comes to R. Kelly. We're going to see what happens if this Katy Perry thing will just die and disappear. Because some people are still talking about it. We're going to see if this Harvey Weinstein documentary ever becomes a thing. And we're actually going to start to see if maybe people are going to start speaking up and to say that Me Too is not allowed to just be one-sided. When it comes to cancel culture, I just wish... I wish that when we found out about something... Because I do know that you, you can't stop like the taglines and the blogs and the... No, of course You can't not. stop that. But I think that when we find out about something, I think we should do our due diligence and our fact checks before we just run to black Twitter and, and Twitter in jump general... On it. And blame somebody, and next thing you know, it's not they didn't do anything. Exactly, I like agree. years ago, that woman accused Nelly. If this was today's age, Nelly's career would be over. Yep. Like you're right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. It's like we need to we need to relax. I agree with you. We need to relax. I agree. And I think that me too. It, it contradicts itself. But I said this, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some flack for that. But like, that's all right. All I'm saying is, I think there needs with all these movements. I think we have to have a straight line across the board, and that line cannot be for just white people, for just black people, for just men, for just women. Mm-hmm. It's got to be across the board for everybody. If you did this, we're gonna call you to attention. If you cross this line, you gotta come to the altar and face. Black Twitter, Me Too, and everything that comes with that. I agree with you. 100. But we can't pick and choose who we want to do this to. Mind you, there's a lot of things like Kevin Hart that that was commonality back then. So Kevin Hart saying the word that rhymes with maggot and other things. We have to remember, back prior to 2000, when did I leave high school? 07? I would say prior to 2009, these things were common. So we can't blame somebody for what they did prior to to the age that we're in now. We are now in a politically correct era. We were not in this era years ago. So we can't be holding people accountable for stuff that they said in the 80s, 90s, 70s, and the early 2000s. Like, people are getting mad now because Eddie Murphy's doing Coming to America, and this generation is now finding out about Delirious. And in Delirious, he says the word that rhymes with maggot 20,000 times. He says a lot of homophobic shit. But that was filmed in, like, 86, we got to put that in context. That's also what was acceptable at the time. That's what I'm saying. Prior to 2009, all this shit was acceptable. 
But I think this generation, they were children then, or they weren't, weren't, they weren't even alive then. So they have no clue how society used to work. I think that if you are, if if you raped somebody or molested somebody or any of that type of shit, if you committed murder, right? If you raped somebody, mm-hmm. molested somebody, any type of sexual violence against a child or anybody, man or woman, that you should get fucked up anytime. Thank we, you. We shouldn't. Exactly. We shouldn't have no like. There's, there's, there's none of that. There's none of that. No, I agree. But if you said something derogatory towards a group of people that at that time period was acceptable, I think we have to judge it in that time period. And that's why people were coming for, people come for comedians all the time. When people were coming for Kevin Hart, I was like, nah, bro, this is stupid. Because at that time period when Kevin Hart tweeted that back in 09, that was commonplace. That was regular. You know what the joke is? If these people in this generation listen to Eminem, the rapper they love, listen to Eminem from the album Infinity to the Marshall <laughs> Mathers album, let's go in. Because that was his favorite word. That was why he did the Grammys with Elton John. Like, let's listen to everybody. Let's go. Let's listen to Dr. Dre. Let's listen to 50 Cent. Let's go back through all of hip-hop. I'm pretty sure years from now... Calling a woman a bitch is going to be out the way, so I want to get all my bitches out before that happens. But I'm pretty sure we're going to go back to Snoop Dogg's discography, and we're going to have a field day. Mm, Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Like, we're going to have a field day with this shit. That's true. We're going to go back to slob on the knob. Like, But it's just like, this was commonplace at this time. I think when it comes to people talking about a certain group of people, if it was commonplace at that time, then okay. If I found out... That some eighty-year-old white man. There's a video of him back in like 1950. Him saying, him saying, "Nigga," I couldn't really say shit. I'd be like, "All right, I get it. Like, I get it." What, what am I gonna really say? I'm, I'm not gonna fuck with him. That's all I can. But do. You're not gonna do anything. You're just like, "All right." I'm not gonna what, fuck with him. Like, okay, this is what you were saying then. I wasn't even around at this point. But it was but also, also commonplace. It was also common. So what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm not gonna fuck with him. No, you're regardless, go, right? You're not gonna go and cause an altercation or a fight regardless. for what reason? But it's just like, like if you want to get at Justin Bieber for singing One Less Lonely Nigga back in 2007, that we can still bring up. Because that shit wasn't acceptable then. It's still acceptable now. So we can bring that up. But He sang you, that? You don't remember this shit? Justin Bieber. There was a video of Justin Bieber I don't that came listen, out. I don't know anything about Justin Bieber. There was Justin a video Bieber. of Justin Bieber that came out five years ago. Five, six years ago. Back in, like, I would say 2000 and, like. 12 or some shit. I wouldn't have cared about shit. Justin Bieber. And the video came out, and this this was after he was signed to to um, Usher. Oh, wait, so I think I know After he was signed to Usher, about... he's with, I... with a bunch of his friends, and he's singing his song, One, One Less, Less Lonely, Lonely Girl, Girl, but he's singing One Less Lonely Nigga, and he's, yeah. he's going in on the shit, right? But we allow it because he makes another great album. We do the Kanye thing, right? You make another great album, it's fine. You're allowed to do that shit. But, nah, I think they cancel culture. I think... I think cancel culture needs to do their due diligence before we decide to cancel people. I agree. That's it. That's how it should be, but we'll see. All right. Let's pay these bills. Okay.